On the latest episode of the Drum Shuffle, Jamie Eads sits down with David Parks, co-founder of the Nashville Drummers Jam. Listen to the Drum Shuffle wherever you listen to podcasts, thedrumshuffle.com, jamieeads.com, J-A-M-I-E-E-A-D-S.com. You want me to get out? You get out. These smell almonds. Nice mustache. You don't know what my breath smells like. Chest pass through him. I'm very excited about that. I'm also very nervous. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not. I'm not going to watch past two and a half hours. I give this basketball team 150 minutes. And after that, I'm out. If if it goes longer than that, then somebody's going to have to tell me about what happens at the end. I'll read about it on the internet. They're not even going into overtime. Listen, I always DVR the game. I'm not blocking out four hours for a basketball game. Basketball games are over in two hours for almost everybody else except for WVU. Okay, okay. it's not all their fault. Yeah, that one time the refs looked at the monitor for five minutes for nothing. The The end of the call was nothing. I get it. It's not all WVU. But come on, make the games quicker. Yeah. It takes longer for a regulation WVU game than it is to listen to the Joe Rogan experience. And that and that shouldn't exist. That's I'm not saying that on the podcast. I'm just telling you, I gotta get this out of my system before I start. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna set a timer. Two and a half hours. When it's done, I turn it off. Okay? The the game winning shot could be up in the air. If it's two minute, two hours, 30 minutes, and one second, I'm turning it off before to see if it... I'll just... I'll read about it on the internet. I can't do this anymore. I'm not... I'm calmer than you are. Anyway. All right, here we go. Ready? Syllabus. Syllabus. All right, so hold on, one more. Syllabus. All right, here we go. Hey! From the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 9, Pittsburgh. Backyard Brawl. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter. Tweeting on Twitter, find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know? There's a Facebook page for Unreasonable Doubt. So if you're not looking at, you know, whatever you look at on Facebook, give the podcast page a blue thumb and follow the podcast there. Email, have an email, gonna read it later, sent to unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. This game, I put a lot into this game. I really thought if West Virginia lost this game, then 
it's a tailspin of a season. The priorities change. I'm not. I if they lost this game, then I move to. All right, who's gonna be on the team next year? Who can we develop? Kind of like what Pittsburgh has. They got a bunch of freshmen. They're figuring out. They're getting reps so that down the road they can be a contender in the ACC. That's the plan. I don't know if they're going to do that. But new coach, play a bunch of freshmen. We're not trying to win everything this year. And so, sadly, if West Virginia lost this game today, I, I thought that's where we were going to go. And coming off one of the worst uh, viewing experiences of a WVU basketball game in a long time. My father, during the Florida game, said in a text in the second half, and I'm surprised he didn't use it all caps, he said, we have a YMCA team! Exclamation point. How do I respond to that? I, don't, I can't do anything with that. So anyways, high stakes rivalry game what happens West Virginia turns the ball over 26 times (laughs) so that's a season high turnovers they only made five three-pointers shot like 25% from three and ended up beating Pitt by 10 69-59 so still hopeful for a good season Moving forward. But man, it was a long game. Pitt was up 14-11. Somebody got another dunk over Kanate. That's happened way too much this season. But after that point, that was 10 minutes left in the first half. Pitt did not make another field goal until under 2 minutes left in the half. And at that point, that Pitt 3 cut West Virginia's lead to 10 and then West Virginia ends up winning by 10. And it fluctuated. They, Pittsburgh got it to 7. West Virginia bumped that lead up to 15. But it stayed in that range the rest of the game. The good, the press was back for one game. But the press was back. I think that's because Pittsburgh has a lot of freshman guards. Their best player, who who was the leading scorer, also turned the ball over. Um like seven times, eight times, something serious. So, but that's the best the press has looked. Sixth man, Sagabar Kanate, came off the bench to score 16 points, nine rebounds, seven blocks. So probably outside of the playing chicken with Valparaiso game, strong outing from Kanate. Logan Rout. Had a dunk, so I always need to inform you when when Logan Rout dunks. That's just that's how we do it here. Here's the bad for this game, besides it being too long. Issa Ahmad, seven turnovers. Led the team in minutes, but had seven turnovers. Matter of fact, one time, Beetle threw the ball at him, and it hit him. He wasn't looking for it, because it hit him right in the face. Who's that on? Is that on Beetle, who takes one dribble and is the point guard, and immediately, just the sense of pressure, he throws it to the guy beside him who's not looking? Is that on Beetle, or is that on Issa, 
who's right beside Beetle, not looking for the ball, just just running up the court. I I don't want to put blame on that one, uh, but that did happen. I'm gonna say if you get hit by a teammate with the ball in your face, then that's on you, for what that's worth. Uh, this turnover thing. No one on WBU had more assists than turnovers. Which is an amazing stat. Now, some guys equaled their assists than turnovers, but nobody had more assists than turnovers. That's insane. And also, Wakanate had a great stat line. His first half, he shot 3 of 10. Pitt played chicken with him, like Valparaiso. And this time, he shot three of ten. Shot two threes. I mean, just like a... Kanate was a black hole on offense in the first half. The Meaning, once he gets the ball, the possession's over. Either he's going to make it or miss it or turn the ball over. But once he got the ball... That's the end. Everybody can go wherever they need to go. Do what you need to do. Because something's going to happen with the basketball with Kanate. And it's not going to involve a pass. I didn't like it. So, great game by Kanate. Also, pass the ball. Okay? More on this game coming up with Random Thoughts. Hey, Josh, you keep talking about discount deals at Woody's Goodies, but I bet you that they ain't got Yeti 30-ounce tumblers, and if they did, I bet they pay you for, make you pay a premium price. Get out of here, man. Enough of that guy. Woody's Goodies, home of the true discount deal, two locations, Marmette, St. Albans, West Virginia, and I'll have you know right now, in one of the latest shipments, Woody's Goodies does have a great selection of Yeti's tumblers, and they are cheaper than what you're going to find at Yeti.com or at, you know, your Cabela's or whatever. It's cheaper. So for that person on your Christmas shopping list that wants a different color Yeti tumbler, Woody's Goodies has it. Check them out on Facebook, new inventory all the time. Woody's Goodies, two locations, Marmette, St. Albans. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. More Kanate talk. I told you he had seven blocks. Kanate passes Dior Fisher to become number one in WVU's history for career blocks. It took him less than three seasons to reach number one in WVU history. Which, not that West Virginia is known for a lot of shot blockers. If your number one guy is Dior Fisher from the John Beeline days. Um, but still, something to be proud of. And some of the blocks a day, Kanate, and not a true Top Gun block today, but he did do the uh, block it. And you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna catch it. Also, like just grabbing it out of the air which is always great to see. It's just such a alpha move. <laughs> like it's something you do 
to a five-year-old if you're playing a five-year-old in basketball. So I enjoyed that. Congratulations to Kanate. All sorts of emotions today for Kanate. Pass the ball. Also, great sixth man. Also, uh, no top gun blocks, but the alpha bring down the ball block. Plus that dunk that he had where the, his elbow was above the rim. Um, that's pretty high. So, And he's injured. That's the thing. Kanate's knee is not 100%, and yet... At six foot eight, he's jumping to where his arm, his elbow is over the rim. So imagine when he's hundred percent, and I and I hope he gets there soon. Um, for Pittsburgh, poor, I don't know his first name. His last name is Ch- Chukwuka. Chukwuka. This guy. Twice he laid down on the floor. Sometimes in basketball, you end up on your back on the floor. It's just part of the deal. Like, you could slip and fall, or somebody runs into you and you fall down. It happens. So this guy, two times he falls down. The first time, on a jump ball, he's 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 trying to wrestle the ball from somebody for WVU. And my favorite player, Andrew Gordon ends up in a situation where he's walking over him. One one leg on one side of Chuck Wuku's body and one leg on the other side. So he's straddling him standing. And Andrew Gordon, uh, very disrespectful doing this. Also playing dumb. Like, what's the big deal? I'm just standing here. Also, he's staring at the entire Pittsburgh bench. Coaches, players, just kind of looking at all of them like, hey guys, what's going on? What's the bit? Why are y'all getting mad at me for? Because they're losing it. Like, hey, what's that guy doing? (laughs) It was a magical moment of the game for me. (laughs) So disrespectful. Uh, He ended up getting a technical foul for that move. And then very soon after, uh, Huggins pulled him and he didn't play for the rest of the game. And this was, this was early in the first half. <laughs> so he was on the bad end of that. And then also later, Kanate, after the whistle blew, Chuck Wuku took a charge, allegedly, and he was on his back. And so Kanate, after the whistle blew, dunked the ball, and it looked like with his left foot stepped on, <laughs> stepped on this guy on his landing. <laughs> So, if you're on your back under the rim, uh, it's sometimes. I mean, I for this guy, it was not good. Both the both times that I recall that he he either was getting very disrespected uh, or very disrespected. That that happened two times. Um, another stat we talked about uh, Kanate taking the blocks career leader result. Also, fun fact from today, uh, West Virginia is 1-0 when Bob Huggins wears a khaki pullover jacket. 
I mean, what what is going on? I don't... Uh, the windbreaker pullover in a dark tone is 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 the move. And uh, while there could be a superstition here, and maybe he breaks it out because they win when he wears that, um, it wasn't it wasn't great. It was. <laughs> Huggins has had some looks at WVU. He's had the. The pukey mustard suit jacket. He's he's done a lot of interesting fashion statements. Today's was was memorable. I'll say that. But again, the stat is West Virginia wins when he wears a tan or khaki <laughs> uh, windbreaker. Uh, there, West Virginia wins 100% of the time when he wears that. So you have that too. Final thoughts coming up. Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. They are a full-service graphic shop. They make custom designs for every job that they work on. I've been posting on social media my Unreasonable Doubt logo podcast sticker. People are sending me pictures of the sticker out in the wild. Some goofball put it on their car. Some people are putting them on their coffee mugs. It's very exciting to see. And I'm proud of the logo and Dyer Prime's responsible for that. They'll work with you and you'll enjoy their work. No design fees, no screen fees. And they can put your design on over 1 million promotional products. Do you want your logo on a toothpaste dispenser? Dyer Prime can help you. Do you want your design on a pair of gardening gloves? I, I don't know if they can do that. Call or text them to find out. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web, dyerprime.com. D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Jordan McCabe was healthy and did not play today. Going to read an email. Sent to unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Send me your emails. I'll read them on the podcast. This one comes from my father-in-law, Harold Tucker. H-A-R-R-E-L-L. It's not Harold. People try to put a D at the end of his name. It's Harold. I like that name. He writes, Josh... This is in reaction to the Florida game. Josh, I watched this game and wow, was it ugly. You had the poor stats listed, but I did not hear the poor free throw shooting included. It was in the 50% range when I stopped caring. How can so-called college players not be able to make free throws at a decent percentage? No one is guarding them at the free throw line. Also, how many layups did we miss? How do these large, tall players miss layups if there's no contact? Also, Dickie V is the reason we have a mute button on the remote. Keep up the good work, Harold Tucker. Harold, thank you for that email. I mean, it makes sense that they shot 50% from the free throw line against Florida. Every There was nothing redeeming about the Florida game. <laughs> no positives other than it was one game. But it would have been interesting if they had shot well from the free throw line and did everything horribly. 
but they can, you know, there are large, tall guys in the NBA that shoot 50, 50% from the free throw line on average and get paid substantially to do that. So it's it's it was rough. They missed layups. They missed foul shots. They missed three-pointers. They missed, every, they missed a lot, and that was a bad game. Thank you for the email. Also, great tip on Dickie V or anybody really on a broadcast you don't care to hear from. Hit that mute button. Enhance your experience. Hit the mute button on this podcast. See if that see if it makes the podcast better. <laughs> uh, that's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Apple, Anchor.fm, Google, Spotify, Overcast. Radio Public. Shout out to the person who's listening on Pocket Cast. Cast Box. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate it five stars. Leave a review. Those are all nice things to do. Thank you in advance. West Virginia has eight days off before they play again. December 16th, Sunday, 1 p.m. CBS Sports Network at a casino in Connecticut against the Rhode Island Rams. Another former Atlantic 10 foe playing in a casino. Rhode Island lost to something called Stony Brook by 10 at home. So there's that. But also, the game is not in Morgantown. So it makes me nervous. Any road game is going to be interesting this year. So eight days off. Thank you for listening. This was the first week the podcast had over a thousand listens so very exciting let's keep adding those dozens tell a friend about this podcast until next time i'm josh witt this has been unreasonable doubt wvu for the 2018-19 season is six and three